Yeah, your audience is complex, so they're not going to just resonate with one thing and they're going to want different content that's sprinkled across different categories. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the Duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and brand. We're an everyday pair of business besties slash marketing experts obsessed with helping our community learn more about what it takes to run a business. Which is why on Duo On Air, we're not holding anything back. We're giving you all the info we know about how to grow your business organically so you can be the confident CEO you were made to be. And how to navigate life as a small business owner. Whether it's on your own or with your best friend by your side. So grab your coffee or your mimosa, we don't judge, and settle in for a quick value-packed episode of Marketing Tips. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number six, all about where we go to ideate content for social media. This is one of the hardest things uh, we have as small business owners, I feel like, just in general. Um, Ideating content can be a struggle, especially when you're trying to ideate content in advance, um, have at least a week ahead of time. And if you're doing it daily, it can just feel really overwhelming. So we have some tried and true methods that we've really loved to help keep our content calendar full. And I think the best part of one of the things that we do is that we like continue to ideate over time. So we never feel like it's empty. Um, We just continue to like come up with new ideas and add to it so that we have an arsenal to pull from. I think, too, adding on to that is constantly coming up with that new content that we're ideating. It's hard to um, not sound repetitive every once in a while. I think we kind of get into that wheelhouse where we're like, well, we said this, but can we say it differently or how can we expand on it? So thinking through that, too, is something that we have to constantly Mm -hmm. remind ourselves, like we're not repeating ourselves or are we continually adding value to something that we might be repeating. Yeah. And every once in a while, it's totally okay to repeat yourself a little bit because if you remember, only 10% of your Instagram following is actually seeing your posts. So if you like, rather than just repeating the exact same post, again, you put a little spin on it, but repeating the same thing um, in a little bit different way can actually be really valuable and help uh, just make your feed even that much more impactful. Absolutely. So one of the places that we go to ideate content for our social media is actually just going straight to the source of social (laughs) media. We like to use Instagram quite a bit. Uh, Here we tend to follow people that create similar content or create content that we learn from. And then from there, we save that content that we love, but we're always making sure that we're putting our own spin on it. Um, so, you know, it's really easy to save content in Instagram. We all know that tapping that little flag will save it to your Instagram profile and you can always go back and kind of look at what you have saved and what you took away from it, what you learned from it. And is it something that your audience is also craving and might not know? And then of course, putting your own spin on it, that makes sense for your business or your brand. Yeah, never ever copying anyone, but just using it as an inspiration uh, aspect. We do this a lot with reels. We'll save a lot of reels that we think are super fun and engaging, but the way we approach the reel is a complete 180 compared to what the reel that we actually saved is. So, Another area that we really get a ton of content ideas is actually from books. So as kind of part of my morning ritual, I feel like I read every morning and uh, even if it's just like half hour, 20 minutes, um, 
a lot of books will just like inspire different motivational quotes, different uh, productivity tips, just different ways to run your business that can be really inspirational. And it's been a really unique way to kind of infuse that within our social content. So um, some of the books that I've really loved lately, 4% Fix, High Five Habit, I'm currently reading Million Dollar Woman, which is really interesting, totally different aspect and probably a little bit more relatable for product-based businesses rather than service-based businesses, but it's so um, inspiring and just helps us even get into the mindset of our audience too. So a lot of these books have been a huge inspiration piece of just helping us take those and infuse the content and the ideas that are working in our own business, but then also inspire our audience to do the same. So the next one is podcasts. We love to uh, dive in and listen to different marketing podcasts or business-based podcasts that we continually learn from and are able to kind of create new content from that as well. Uh, Obviously, you know, when it comes to these types of podcasts, a lot of it is a learning-based platform. So we... Like this one. Yeah, like this one. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, so we're constantly learning new things from them and taking notes on that and trying to figure out, you know, how we can create content based out of that. Some of our favorite podcasts are the Jasmine Star Show, The Socialette, E-Commerce Marketing School by Privy, Being Boss, Boss Babe, Amy Porterfield, our friend Carrie, um, her six-figure product business podcast. We've been on there a couple times, uh, but we also love her podcast. Uh, there are so many out there. It, uh, the list goes on and on and on of different podcasts that we love, but they're such a great tool for, uh, you know, getting that new content and learning about new things in this area of marketing or small business um, and just taking that content, learning from it and building upon it. Yeah. It's so fun to see how other people run their business or how they approach social media or how they approach just different like productivity tips in their business and just seeing like, oh, that's really interesting. I've never tried that. And it can just be really inspirational to help you figure out maybe a challenge that you've been experimenting with. Um, And we like highly recommend if you're ever feeling stuck, just take a break. Like sometimes just taking a break, going for a walk, listening to a podcast, reading a book can just kind of clear your brain and help you. Like we don't read books or listen to podcasts to source inspiration. It just happens naturally as we're consuming the content. So I think setting aside time for this type of education can be so important because it just gives your brain another outlet and helps you access things that you otherwise couldn't access. I think going back to um, reposting things to the content that you've posted, let's say like a year ago or something like that, and repurposing that content is something that also helps if you're kind of in a rut. Uh, You know, taking a break is great, but also remembering that you have great content that you've served your audience maybe a year ago that you could bring back to the forefront and serve them again. But now you maybe know a little bit more about it or you know how to approach it in a better way. So just always remembering that like repurposing your content is something that you can do too if you're kind of running into a little bit of a a rut for content creation. Yeah. Fresh and new can feel hard at all times, like just to do it every single day. So yeah, giving yourself a break to not always feel like you have to have the freshest, newest idea. Sometimes the old stuff works just fine. Another area that we really like to go to is Google Analytics. So this can be a really fun place to understand who your audience is off a social platform. Who is your audience that is interacting with your website? So if you dive into your Google Analytics account, you would find all of this information under the demographics uh, bucket. 
So this is where you can peek at your audience's interests, uh, just overall demographics of age, um, age group that they fall in, gender that they fall in, and then also just understanding what their actual interests are. What are other things that they're interested in? Because maybe there's other hobbies that you even have in your life that you can start bringing into your social media. If it's not feed, it's maybe your stories. Maybe you're giving them a peek at what makes you relatable to them outside of just business. So that can be a really fun space to just better understand your audience so that you can create more content that better serves them. Another thing that we do is we go back to our strategy pillars. So if this is something that you don't currently have, we uh, strongly urge you to have some strategy pillars for uh, just your business and your brand in general. And basically what these are, um, they're different buckets that um, align to your brand's um, identity, to your brand's strategy, to your brand's mission, um, basically encompassing your entire brand. So some strategy pillars that we have for us are, um, let's say, tips for SEO, tips for social and branding, um, organic growth and how to um, grow organically, our personal lives, motivation for other entrepreneurs, supporting our small biz community and partnerships, just to name a few of those pillars that we're always going back to. So this is something that we do for our social media clients is creating those strategy pillars. And it really helps to kind of define that content. And it's kind of a nice little go-to for when you start to get in that content rut. Again, you, you always have to go back to that strategy pillar. So you kind of just realign yourself to what those pillars are. And then just making sure to mix them throughout your feed and throughout um, the content that you're posting. So it's not all, you know, SEO tips for four days in a row. You want to sprinkle in all those other little pieces that you have from those strategy pillars too. Yeah. Yeah. Your audience is complex, so they're not going to just resonate with one thing time and time again. They're going to want different content that's sprinkled across different categories. So that's why we like to always just go back to those pillars and make sure that we're serving everyone across the board rather than getting in a rut of just talking about SEO or just talking about branding. It's kind of how can we bring all of those together to talk about everything and keep everyone engaged and happy for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. It's also a nice way to just uh, check that you aren't just rambling with your content and that your content is actually aligning to something and has purpose uh, because you could post about anything every day if you wanted. But if you don't have that alignment to those strategy pillars, then you could kind of just be talking about nothing really or just getting off course with your brand or your business. And these strategy pillars really keep you on course. Mm-hmm. So another area that obviously we like to go to is from an SEO perspective. So when we think of ideating content um, for our business, we kind of think of it holistically. We don't think um, in avenues of like just Instagram, just TikTok, just blogging, just Pinterest. Like we try to think about it as a whole. And a lot of times that comes at the very beginning with uh, a little bit of keyword research. So what is our audience currently searching for right now on Google? And how can we answer those questions across every platform that we have? So um, this kind of digs into a little bit of repurposing your content. Like let's make things work easier, not work quicker for you and not be actually harder. Um, So you come up with one idea, one question that your audience is asking more about. For example, this podcast episode right here, how, where do we go to ideate social media content? This could come to life in so many different ways um, as it does on this podcast. It can come to life in a blog format through our social media posts, which you'll likely see. We'll repurpose this across a bunch of our different platforms. Um, And it 
all comes from sourcing inspiration at the very beginning with what Google is doing. So this using Pinterest, um, if you start typing in a keyword into the Pinterest search bar, you'll notice other uh, keywords populate right behind it. And these long tail keywords are things that people are searching for. So kind of starting there, seeing what else, what other content is out there, what content is missing, what could you fill in the blanks for to help answer those questions in a better way that serve your audience. And then also just with other keyword tools, uh, our, one of our favorite keyword tools is Ubersuggest. So we use that to source a lot of inspiration in the, in the different fields that we serve. So looking for keywords that people are typing into Google across those platforms too. So in conclusion, um, content ideas really can come from you know anywhere and everywhere. Uh, we aren't saying that these are the only sources of areas that you should be looking for content. Whatever works for you is great too. But um, just knowing that when you find them, to make sure to save them, write them down, put them somewhere safe. Uh, so you can always go back to them and use them for your content and make it um, relevant to your business or your brand. And always remembering that the content should be that serve mentality. So we always want to make sure that we're serving our audience, we're serving you, we're giving you what you are craving or what you um, are wanting to learn and making sure that that's what the content at the end of the day is ultimately doing because that's why we're here. That's why we have this business. We want to give you the tools and tricks and tips that you need in these areas and at the end of the day, if it's not serving, um, it's just it's just kind of out there in the world not doing much. And that's not mm -hmm. to say that every post needs to absolutely serve, 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 because you'll notice that we, you know, just on a Saturday, sometimes just do a fun cheers post or a coffee post mm -hmm. or something. But the majority of your content should be serving your audience. Yeah. And that is oftentimes when we uh, first start working with our different clients they're thinking of social media as a sales opportunity. And oftentimes you make the most conversion when you educate. So it can feel like a scary topic to have to just always be sharing your content and worried no one will work with you because you're serving too much and they're going to try and do it on their own. But the reality is they just want to know that you're the expert. So serving them is something that then resonates with your audience that then gets them to convert. So approaching social media from a serve mentality could actually open the doors to so much more content ideas than you probably originally had if you were thinking about it from a sales mentality. So if you like this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes that drop every single Monday. And plus, if you haven't already, please leave us a review and you'll be entered for a chance to win a box of Duo's favorite things. And at the end of every month, we'll be doing a little drawing and the winner will receive that box of goodies. So get in there, subscribe, share a review, and we'll see you all next week.